Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I got Tom Jones, I got Derek Sharp, and we got Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay. What could be better? Everybody's where they're supposed to be. <laughs> what? So what? Did, you know what was this all about? Like we went through the whole summer. Thank you. Thank you. Know, you. The Hawaii trip. You know the T-shirts, the match. Uh, my, you know my my future is a beautiful mystery. Eh, not so much. Jeopardy. We had Jeopardy. In Jeopardy the mix. was in there. They the, got the girlfriend. Your mom, the meatloaf, like what was this all about? The cartoons going. Yeah, I don't I even know. That. I didn't even realize. Almost numchucked you. What is he doing back there? I don't, I don't know, know what he was doing. doing back there. But like, I yeah, I don't know what it was all about. I truly don't know what it was all about, Rick. All I know is that when I turned on in the morning, you know, working the last year from home basically right. because of the pandemic, I would turn on first thing in the morning, turn on a little CNN. Make sure I'm, you know, everything's, you know, the world hasn't caved in yet. And then <laughs> capital's uh, not on fire. And then, Same here. Right. <laughs> well, in, in most days that was true, but not every day. Um, but then I turned, I turned on get up and I really like, I don't know what that show's going to do now, by the way, get up right. now that Aaron Rodgers is actually reported because that's all they talked about for six last four months right. is Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, he coming back. Again, Rick, I don't, what was this about? Was he was he mad? Uh, seriously, and I, and I followed it every day. Was he mad that they drafted Jordan Love and instead of a quarterback? Was that truly what this is all about? According to my sources, Aaron Rodgers wanted more control, wanted to be liked, wanted what Tom Brady has, and that is to be able to have more say. He didn't like Jordan Love. He wants to have control of his own career after next season. Adam Schefter was part of this. He was all over this. And I still don't know what it was all. I Here's what I, as Peter King would say, here's what I think I think. I think Aaron Rodgers, I think he wanted exactly what Tom Brady had, which is I want to pick my own team. I'll play one more year. Uh, while I'm there, you've got to go get certain players for me. Oh, by the way, here comes Randall Cobb from the Houston Texans. Right away. Randall Cobb. Right. For whatever reason, Randall Cobb is, you know, hadn't done anything in two years. He's not going to be a Packer again. I think you're going to see this. I think you're going to see this around the league. I, I think this is the Brady effect, and I think it was on full display. Yeah, he wasn't happy about Jordan Love. He's never been happy about, you know, you know, isn't it ironic, don't you think, uh, Alanis Morissette, that, that this guy – suddenly didn't like somebody drafting his replacement, but isn't that how he came in to the picture with Brett Favre? And nobody was saying that he was on his way out when they drafted Jordan Love. They knew that he wasn't going to play forever. They had to have a contingency plan, I would think. But then but he won that, the MVP. Like, he screwed up everything. He went out and was the well, best player he, in the league. Exactly. But here's the thing. And if I'm the Green Bay Packers and I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers and I'm saying like, wait, wait, what's your beef again? Because last time I looked, if you had bothered to try to run the ball in from like Thank the eighth you. Thank you. yard line, we'd have, we might have been in the Super Thank Bowl. Thank you. Like, it's not like we surrounded you with 
what before Deshaun Watson got in, you know, the mess that he's in now. It wasn't like we gave you a bad team. Yeah. Like this was a good team. We even without that play at the, where we kicked the field goal, whatever, we, you came within a game of going to the Super Bowl. So it's not like we threw you out there with a bunch of a bunch of slugs. Like this they was a good thirteen and three the last two years and went to the championship game. Right. I mean, They're, the reality is, in the last thirty years, the Green Bay Packers have had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. In thirty years, they've won two Super Bowls. Well, that's the other thing. He, apparently, he put out a tweet or something or some, somewhere. Where it was like they, they they're making it sound like this is the last dance now. It's well, like, he you know, posted they, that him and uh, him and Cobb, right? No, or, the, the other receiver no. whose whose name for whatever reason escapes me. The best. So they're acting best receiver like in football. They're, act, they're acting like like this for like. Let me just correct something Devontae here. Adam, you ain't. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, right. You ain't Michael Jordan. You ain't MJ. Okay, you won one Super Bowl. One. Right. You go a long time so, ago. A long time ago, right, and have gotten to the NFC Championship game and have, and can't win that game. You know, you've. I mean, Tom Brady's won as many NFC Championship games as you have in the last five years. So I just, I, I he came off so much as a diva, Rick, and he's such a good player. Yeah. And there are times where I really like Aaron Rodgers, but this is what this was all about. He wanted more control, and I think he actually he wanted to set up. He wanted to leave Green Bay, but he didn't want to be the bad guy. He wanted to somehow paint the Packers as the bad guy. He wants to be liked by everybody, um, but yet he doesn't want to stay there. If, if you're a Packers fan, let's 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 put on our like let's put cheese heads on for a minute. All right, hold on. And, okay, okay, hold on. Get your cheese head. Your wife, your wife's from you know you know how. Wisconsin oh yeah, I got your I got the Badger helmet in my uh, in in my room here. Hold on. If, okay, good. Got it on. Yep. If you're a Packers fan, you got the cheese head on. How do you view this? Are you are you mad at the organization? Are you mad at Rogers? Like, how are you looking at this? In Wisconsin? Yeah. At uh, like Aaron Rodgers. At Rogers if it's me, right? Well, I, listen, everybody loves a winner, and I think they were ready to, to, to say, you know, screw you, Aaron Rodgers. You don't want to be here. We'll, we'll, we'll get behind Jordan Love. I really do think that he was, he was really at the risk of eroding what little fan base uh, was in his corner. But, you know – as soon as he walked in, you know, the other day, everybody's probably happy he's back because they know he's still their best chance of winning. I mean, things were not going to go well in Green Bay uh, with a rookie, with essentially a rookie quarterback, second-year quarterback that hadn't played. Um, but what Aaron Rodgers knows is that you don't draft a guy like a Jordan Love and then never play him. I mean, at some point, they got to find out what they have in this guy. So, so he, you know, at his age, he could figure that, well, you know, they're they're looking to move forward. They didn't ask me uh, if they'd have drafted a, a wide receiver or two. Maybe I could have gotten back into the Super Bowl the last two years, but instead, you're too busy picking quarterbacks. I understand sort of his, you know, his take on things. But the fact of the matter is, he has a really good coach. It's still a good organization. They went 13 and three two years in a row. And I think to your point, if, if Aaron Rodgers makes a better decision on that third down, maybe the coach doesn't kick a, a, a field goal on fourth down if, if he's at the one-yard line or if he scores. I mean, that whole game was going to be about Tom Brady blowing an 18-point lead, much the way that the Atlanta Falcons did in the Super Bowl to him. Um, he threw three picks in the second half. Oh, I, I'm convinced if that game was three minutes longer, the Packers would have Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, but it was a 60-minute game. That's how it works. That's how it works. And, and, you know, to the victor goes the spoils. And so instead of 
remembering Brady blowing a th- an 18-point lead. We remember Aaron Rodgers making a bad decision and, and then not going for it and kicking a field goal that ultimately, you know, probably cost them the game. And so, um, but but I think, you know, I really do think that Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady has changed the way football, you know, it's the ultimate team sport. It's not the NBA where there's only five players and all of that. And you get two or three all-stars together and you have a super team. You, you really can't do that as much in the NFL because again, you know, the salary caps a little more restrictive and you're talking about a 53 man roster and it's not just the offense that wins. You got to have a defense too. So all of that is part of it, but there are a few players, especially at that position in, in particular that, just are going to continue to wield way more power because of what sort of what Brady did. Now Brady fought to be a free agent and he got to pick where he wanted to go. Um, and it worked out. It, it, I don't know how it worked out, but I, but I saw them win a Super Bowl, So it did work out. And, and now I think that what Rogers has done is he had a three year deal, three years left. Uh, they avoided one of those years, but the Packers said to him, listen, you can you can decide what you want to do after this season. We'll let you do that. But you have to be under contract with us for 2022. Otherwise, we get no compensation at all if we trade you. You know, if we just let you walk, if we void both years after this year, then we, we get nothing for you. We're not going to do that. I think at the end of the day, Rodgers, as much as he's put them through the ringer and says he wants out, if you're not going to let me pick my team, mm-hmm. blah, 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 he actually did do the right thing at the end of the day in terms of, like, if he's going to leave. Now, I mean, the ultimate right thing is to play out the contract, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he he he's giving them as much as could be expected to be to to give on this at this stage. He's saying, look, I'll play one more year mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. You can trade me at the end of this year, get something for right. me. And and this gives you a year to get Jordan Love ready or make another plan if you don't think Jordan Love's ever going to be the guy. Right. So I I will give him credit for somehow at least working with him a little bit. And I'll give the. But I'm not credit. sure what his options yeah. were. I think it was the best compromise for both. Neither one got everything they wanted, which is usually your best deals. But but right. listen, I'm I mean the you know the Packers would have just let they would not have traded him. They'd have just let him sit there and retired or whatever position he wanted to be in at well, that point. but he he wasn't going to do that though because he was he then he would have been the bad guy right he would have been the guy that didn't show up and for he work. wouldn't have made 35 million dollars you right. know there's there is a there is a fine now you could say well he's made all the money in the world but well yeah, 35 million is 35 million you know <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of money and we're not talking about a rob gronkowski right who whose body was all beat up and he and he he retired for a year and he did a bunch of game shows or whatever it is that rob did and then he was able to be talked back into the NFL. This is a quarterback. I think, you know, if, if you sit out a whole year, I'm not saying he couldn't be one of the top 15 or 10 or whatever. I just think at his age, if you sit out an entire year of football, you know, at that, at age, that age, at that position, you yeah, know, I, I, I just don't think it's going to go well when you try to jump back in it. I think Rodgers understood that. There. Here's the problem I think Aaron Rodgers is going to end up having out of this, Rick. And I think it's what all these guys, and you mentioned Brady, and I, I agree with you 100%. I actually think this is LeBron James is the one that should yes, get credit for absolutely. starting this whole yep. thing. And you're right. The, like a guy like LeBron can go from team to team, and he can swing the, the entire balance of the league. One guy in football can't do that. But a quarterback comes closer than anybody else to being able to do it. But you're right. Here's the difference. Brady, though, 
produced in, in, in New England at such a, a rate that we call him the greatest quarterback of all time. And when he left there, the people of New England don't resent him. They didn't. No. I mean, we just saw the other day, Matt Damon yeah. gave an interview with what Dan Patrick saying, I mean, he rooted for the Bucks. No Bucks, he said win. at the end of the interview. Yeah, uh, that's how much, that's what Brady meant. And now he can go to another city and, and, and he's still beloved and always will be in Boston and New England. But I think if Aaron Rodgers were to leave at the end of this year, if they don't win a Super Bowl in Green Bay this year, if he leaves, I don't think the people of Green Bay are going to, at least initially, someday they'll, you know, it's going to be like Brett Favre. People, hey, when Brett Favre showed up in, in Minneapolis, he went, to the, went he went to the Vikings, for God's sakes. <laughs> people went crazy. It took when, I a championship just, game. Right. And it wasn't until just the last couple of years where people finally forgave him. And now he's, you know, he's a legend again in Green Bay. But I think if Rodgers thinks I'm going to, if anybody thinks I'm going to pull the Tom Brady, you haven't built up the equity that Tom Brady built up in New England. So if if you don't mind being disliked in, in the place where you called home for the last 15 years, fine. But if you think you're going to leave and it's all going to work out the way it worked out for Brady, I think you're mistaken. I, I don't think it will work that way if they don't win a Super Bowl this year. No, I, I, I agree with that. And, you know, I actually wonder how, you know, this season will go because it's a referendum on the Packers, but it's also sort of a referendum on, on Rogers. Now he's come, oh, absolutely. he's coming off an MVP year. He's not as if his, his skills have eroded. He's an exceptional quarterback, but he's also, you know, I've never got the sense as great as Aaron Rodgers is. And I think he's great. I think he's one of the most pure throwers of a football I've ever seen. Sure. But I never got the sense that he's the the Tom Brady. It's I love football and only football. There is nothing else out there for me. And I play just to win. Like I you know, I think he's too cool. He's too cool for he school. Is. He's guy. that guy, right? It's like, you know, there's the thing about Brady that people like is his humility. You know what I mean? And now he seems mm-hmm. a little more human because he's out of that, you know, robotic uh patriot way. Right, we're on uh, in, we're on in, in Cincinnati. Miami, yeah. Um, but but with Rodgers, he he's not unless you're a Packers fan, I never thought he was the easiest guy to warm up to. No, he always came off to me like again, and and he is, but he, he always came off as like I'm a little cooler than you are. Right. And he is a and little he cooler is. than, than yeah. we are. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, he's like super smart. Oh, he's a great golfer. Like he's got every you know what I mean, like you he's know. Yeah. I I question yeah, dumping Olivia famous, Munn, but that's my personal. You know, I mean, you, whatever. Yeah, famous, but famous, famous girlfriends. Yeah. And he looks like he, he shows. You know, he good looking dude, and he's you know he goes to Hawaii on vacation. Like he has the life that we all want to have. Sure. Like if we were his, you know, if we were him. Except or, I don't want to live in Green Bay. <laughs> well, and apparently he doesn't <laughs> anymore either. Say. I mean, he's a California but kid. I, yeah, but I mean, I mean, obviously he he loves. I mean, he loves the org- the the people. Of New- I mean, he- but when I say he loves Green Bay because he doesn't want to be disliked, he- that does seem to still be important to him to not. He don't be, want to be um, the bad guy, but he. But you know what? I guy, think right. to your point, like it's almost that's just the way fans are. Like if you say you don't like the organization, what they hear is you don't like playing for the Green Bay. You don't like Green Bay. You don't like playing in Green Bay. You want to move someplace else. You want to do something else. Now, you know if and when this doesn't go well and i and i think he's he's now put a hell of a lot of pressure on himself and the organization right like it's sure thing it's this is it right this is this is the last dance right I mean, yeah, here's the, i got news for you the last dance they won yeah, the bulls won they won a championship <laughs> i know and the, sixth, and the, the difference, sixth one. the difference is is that the that bulls team including michael jordan couldn't understand why it was the last dance 
they right. they 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 blame the GM for not keeping them there, for not keeping right. the band together. Whereas Rogers is like, no, nah, I want to I want a different band altogether. You know, I want to move move someone else. But if this, I think it's an immense amount of pressure, not just on Aaron Rodgers, but on that organization. And they already have a bunch. You know, I mean, there's other good teams in the NFC, including the Bucks, including the LA Rams, including, you know, who knows, maybe Chicago and Justin Fields becomes relevant or something like that. Um, I mean, Miami or Minnesota has been a contender the last few years. Yeah. Um, So, you know, there's no guarantee that that they're going to go 13 and three again. They've done that two years in a row. But under this behind this backdrop, it's it's win or else. I mean, you talk about Super Bowl or bust like this is it. And then he's not going to be able to, you know, to dictate. I'll just say this. That he's not going to any team in the NFC North and maybe never to a team in the NFC. I don't know why you'd want to trade him. You know, when the New York Jets got rid of Brett Favre finally, I'm not the New York Jets, the Packers got rid of Brett Favre, they wouldn't yeah. trade him to an NFC team like Tampa. I lived that nightmare. Right. He ended up going to the Jets first. <laughs> right. You know, and then he That's had right. to quit there to get to Minnesota. Yeah, I don't. I mean, so, you know, who knows? Who knows what everybody's quarterback situation will be a year from now, right? You know, but but yeah, I, you're right. I agree with you 100. percent The pressure's on him because if you're going to sit there and complain all off season and and go through this this whole soap opera and put your fans through the ringer, and then you decide to show up and you know you Mr. Cool, you got your hair in a ponytail and a, you know <laughs> wearing a, an office shirt because you're cooler than everybody else and flip flops and everything and rolling in like you're like Joe Cool. Well, then you better go out and win some football games, you know, because if you don't, I'm a fan there. I'm like, what the heck? All this? Although maybe I guess he could turn around and say, see, I don't have the team around me. So, I, I, <laughs> I told you we else. weren't any good. We only won 13 <laughs> last year, and, and we're right there on the goal line when we lost. Dag numb it. Right. And you ain't getting a Jeopardy job either. So let's. Uh, You've said that from the beginning. Well, I you know, he, who, I you know he, who they say. Is, is LeVar Burton going to get this job now? Is that. Well, the, there's a, definitely a, a ton of people who like him. I've only watched a little bit of his show. His his first week has, has been this week. Okay. I thought he's been a little stiff at times, but I caught him very early. So, yeah. I mean, you can't really judge somebody on on their first couple of performances. But I, I'm a big Ken Jennings you, guy. You I like, like Jennings. Ken Jennings, who's, a, who's just a champion. He's really good. I think he's been good. I thought he was really good. I think everybody's been pretty good for the most part. A couple of people, eh. But uh, Robin Roberts did it last week. We still got, did, I think Joe Buck's coming up. In the next couple really? of weeks here. Another three weeks or a month or so. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Buck. Yeah. With Tim McCarver or just uh <laughs> just his, his wing finger. finger. Uh the I thought that you know what I thought would be a good idea is just to keep doing guest hosts forever and ever and ever. I think that would be a cool thing to do, but I don't uh, that's, probably, a, that's probably not that's a coveted franchise though, if you can if you can land that one, right? For sure. For sure. I mean, that's the price is who, right. The, that's Who's the guy that had the song "Our Love's in Jeopardy"? I think he would be good. <laughs> was that the Greg Kin? Greg Kin yeah. band? Did anyone was think it? of that? That's pretty good. Although that was uh, like that was Weird Al. Weird Al also did. Uh, oh, that's right. Did a version. I, I lost, lost on, on Jeopardy. Jeopardy. That's right. I, I mean, didn't didn't Steve Carney, our, our old buddy Steve Carney from WDAE, um, he was he didn't was on he try list. out for? He, he was always trying out. Yeah, for he it. tried out and eventually didn't make the cut for whatever reason. But hey, I'll give him credit. Heck yeah, he used to do every year. Would like would go after it. Yeah. Well, it, it seems like it's all about the buzzer anymore. Which <laughs> <laughs> is true. I, I would if 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 it, it was like three or four questions in a row that I had the answer to, and I got out buzzered, I would throw that thing down and leave the set. <laughs> 
<laughs> I would not be a good Jeopardy you, contestant. You think it's rigged? Do you think one buzzer is quicker than the others? <laughs> no, not at all. But it's an art. But yeah, the one thing it is, is that, I Tom, think that's very safe to assume that Aaron Rodgers will not be the host on Jeopardy. I don't think so. No, it doesn't look like it now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Had Rodgers not gone back um, to the Green Bay Packers, which makes them an instant contender, obviously, they've been in two championship games. You were talking about, okay, the Rams, if Stafford works out, uh, they lost their they lost their their starting running backs um, or running back. You would say maybe Russell Wilson in Seattle, uh, maybe Arizona rises up, maybe San Francisco comes back with either Garoppolo or Trey Lance, but how about how about Dak in Dallas? Are we giving him any really shot? They're, no, their defenses. No. no. How many years are we going to say the Dallas Cowboys are a contender and they're never a contender? <laughs> They haven't won since Troy Aikman. Was I mean, the other day, Jerry Jones broke down saying he screwed it up with Jimmy Johnson. I mean, we, I mean, <laughs> when, you, when you're lamenting, Jimmy, that, that's bad. That was a hundred years bad. ago. I mean, <laughs> I just remember that's Barry a, Switzer. We did it our way, baby. You know, <laughs> we shouldn't have let Vince Lombardi get away. Oh, <laughs> right. It's like yeah, Jimmy Johnson. It's like a thousand years exactly. old. Exactly. Yeah. The, the Colts are wishing they hadn't let Don Shula go to the Dolphins. I mean, <laughs> how far back we going here, Jerry? That's true. That's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. But you're right. No, I, if uh, even with Aaron Rodgers, Rick, I mean, I, I think, I mean, they're, like I, you mentioned, there's some teams out there that, you know, the Rams, and we'll see what uh, if the 49ers. Unless can, you're a big believer in uh, in New Orleans and their new quarterback, yeah, Jameis or whatever, mm-hmm. whoever's going to be the quarterback there. But I, I think the Bucks are clearly the favorite. I think it's. I feel it's. I can't remember the last time that you looked at one conference and I felt more confident about a team that would win that conference going back to maybe when Tom Brady was in New England, yeah. you know? So, yeah. Um, oh, and he gets to play I, the I AFC think, East when he's not playing the NFC South. So he's kind of familiar with those teams too, right? including going back to, uh, to New England on October. How about 3rd, him throwing this ball in the thing, man? Is it, was that, so what happened? Okay. So, the, so have you seen, uh, I'm sure most people have seen it by now. It's kind of went viral. It was, and it was shot at UCLA. I guess when he's out in Brentwood for whatever reason. Um, and so the jugs machine, we're all familiar with jugs machines, especially if you play baseball, you're used to taking batting practice off those damn things. So, right. You know, um, they use them for football. Too. I didn't like those ones for baseball, by the way, because I, nah, I like the ones with the, with the arm in baseball. Yeah. Like flung it, it over. Kind of weird, but yeah, at least because it looked more like a pitcher. You could anticipate you know, when the ball was yeah. coming that way, but other it, than that, that yeah, coming out of the field. All right. So, you know, anyway, if you know anything about these things, the wheels, the wheels on the bus go round and round, they go one <laughs> direction. So if you throw a ball, you know, it's usually fed from behind the machine and then the, then the ball goes forward. Um, and in this, in this case, Tom Brady, who is extremely accurate, 63% career percentage and all that, um, he drops back, he throws a football between the two tires and then just throws it back to him. It's like, he's playing catch with a jugs machine. He's right. so accurate. He could fit this thing 
you know, uh, like a football through a keyhole. I mean, he can fit this thing right in there, and then it, it shoots it back to him, and he catches it. So he does this twice, and he drops back a few more yards, throws it a third time, knocks the machine over, pops the ball straight up in the air, and he's like, let's go, you know. So tremendously entertaining. Uh, you know, his his social media game is is second to none. Um, the people he has working on this thing is is phenomenal. But it was interesting to me. It's always interesting to me is, is the things that people will believe is true because they're seeing it and then what they think is fake news. Well, this this never fooled me. I I know it fooled me. No, it didn't. Come on. For a minute, I looked at I'm like, so okay, so I, I played baseball. But you and know I, how and it works, I've, right? I've hit I've hit these jug hit a the baseball out of those jug machines. Yeah. And I've seen it. I haven't. I haven't done it personally, but I've seen other people hit a ball into that thing and it shoots it back. I've seen you've that. You've seen happen. that happen? Like, yeah. It's like you, you've never seen it all the years. I've seen. One I, of I've seen. Well, the wheels are spinning, so it can only come back, right? I mean, like, it, right. But it's sped. So, but it's I've sped. seen a ball hit into it and shoot See, back. I've not out seen again. that happen. I've not seen one go. You know, I've seen it hit the wheel and get yeah. and get flung because the wheels yeah, are right. spinning but I've never seen one actually go I actually saw I actually saw it happen I didn't shoot it straight back at the yeah. batter it sort of like was a little bit off yeah, see, I, but I've seen it I've, I, I've seen it happen I didn't think it was possible and okay maybe maybe half the people you can fool half the people half the time whatever anyway it it wasn't I'm gullible I'm gullible cuz I saw it and I was like well you yeah, want to believe yeah. Brady can do anything I mean we know that right I think he can do it by the way They did have one earlier where he threw Brady. one to the moon and it blew the moon up then I went outside and saw that the moon was still there so I knew that was fake It's almost like in that scene in Ted where you know they're looking at Sam Jones you know the uh Flash Gordon, that's and he's right. like, that's the ultimate, you know, the NFL quarterback. He goes, Tom Brady could do that. He goes, Tom Brady could do that. <laughs> and I thought Tom Brady could do this. I thought he Well, would. and that's the thing. If it's any other quarterback, no one, no chance, but it's Tom Brady. So <laughs> people believed it, and then it finally got broken down, um, you know, on the interweb, as the kids say. Uh, and the, it, it, he also credited uh, a guy who's uh, big in visual effects with CGI and things like that. Um, so it wasn't in fact, if you do, you know, there's a Pruder frame by frame, you can actually see the backgrounds blurry. You can see there's a power cord that's moving. Um, there's various tip offs to the editing of this thing. It's supremely edited though. Like remember the time when Longo, Evan Longoria had that, there was a clip where somebody like he was being interviewed by a reporter on the field and somebody hit a line drive and he bare hands it at the last second. Mm -hmm. That was fake. That was fake too, obviously. But yeah. It's same thing. Like if you look at it, it looks real. Like yeah. wow, that totally looks real. Right, which is scary because well, because people use it for yeah for for bad for things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, politically, like we've seen, like sort of these deep fake you know type videos of a politician saying things that they really didn't say. Exactly. You know? Yeah, you can edit a lot of things, but um, listen, he, he, I I don't. First of all, I don't know where the guy has the time to do all this. It seems like he he is you know between his businesses, his golf. I've never seen. A professional athlete, first of all, that was you know as big as him in Tampa, but also somebody that that had so many, um, so much demand on his time to do these projects, and and he does them flawlessly, and and there's so many of them that I I just don't know where he finds the time to do it, but he he manages to to handle all of that. It's just it's remarkable. That was pretty cool. It's pretty cool video. Yeah, check it out. You can go on TampaBay.com. Um, I wrote a story about breaking down people uh, that have broken down this tape and kind of tell you how they did it and stuff like that. It's kind of kind of neat. Uh, speaking of the Bucks, 
I was out at uh, the practice the other day. By the way, it's like walking on the sun out there. Holy cow. I, I mean, I know I'm like an old player because I'm an old writer, but I, I know I'm like an old player that just wants to get to the regular season. I don't – training camp does not interest me. I don't care about roster spots. <laughs> I'm just like, let's go, uh, especially with a team with 22 returning starters. But, it, it, you know, this is a difficult year. We've talked about it the other day about COVID, about how it's changed our lives, about how it's changing sports and, and, and how, you know uh, – we live in a, in, you know, in a world where the CDC one day puts out a different uh, recommendation and, and the league has to react to it. Um, so who knows where we'll be when we get to September. They're planning on playing with full stadiums and things like that. However, however, I digress. The NFL has basically said to their players, we want you to get vaccinated. Now, yeah. you have a choice. We're not going to force you, wink, wink, nod, nod, Um but if you don't, you're going to live a different life than everybody else. You're going to live a life of last year where you're tested every day. Um, and only this time, if you infect a bunch of players and your team can't play because you have an outbreak, yeah, you're going to forfeit that game. So you can imagine, because this is a big business, and they don't the business is good, and they don't want to stop business because of COVID, you can imagine the pressure that that puts on the players uh, and the organization in particular to say, hey, guys, we need you to take the shot. We really need you to take the shot. And I, I don't want to get – there's a, obviously a political aspect to this. There's probably a cultural one as well. Um, and, and then there's, you know, the Constitution. I mean, they're going to – you know, certain companies require you to have vaccinations. The NFL is saying it's still up to you, but we really want you to. Um, now, against this backdrop, you have Bruce Arians, who – a year ago was fanatical about making guys, you know, follow the protocols. He believes because they defeated the virus, they were able to win all those games and win the Super Bowl. And so now they have an opportunity to get a shot and he wants them all to get vaccinated. Can't force them to do so, but there's all these protocols. And, you know, it turns out that if you're a player in that building that has been vaccinated, you wear a red bracelet. If you're not, you wear a yellow bracelet. Now, the players that inside the building that aren't vaccinated have to wear masks all the time. And there's a lot of other protocols. So Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk and NBC Sports, he had been checking on what teams were doing to sort of identify those players um, that were vaccinated and those that were unvaccinated. And I, I think he called around, and, and with the Bucks, he found out that they were wearing wristbands. Um, but then he, then he looked at the tapes of practice and saw where, well, some were wearing them, some weren't, some didn't have them. Brady didn't have one on. What is he? Is he vaccinated? So he wrote a little story about, about it and wasn't, you know, was just asking the question, wasn't very clear. At least what I read anyway, he was more or less saying, you know, didn't look like everybody had their bracelets on. And, and I guess you could take that as a suggestion as well, they're not following the rules or something, you know, um, Anyway, that's the way the Bucks took it. And so Bruce Arians, when he got up in his in his uh, press conference the other day after practice, he just kind of went on this profanity-laced uh, rant about how when I tell you stuff and you don't know what the bleep you're talking about and you print it, you know, that's bleepity bleep. Um, and he was he was pretty unprovoked, right? Like I mean, he just oh, started this, off I want, right out of was, the I, I got something to say, and he just went. And then yeah. he goes from that to I thought we had a pretty good practice, and he was fine. 
Um, but I knew it was, uh, in, in, in talking to some folks after, I knew it was particularly Florio's article that, that kind of got him upset. I guess here's my question. It's a long way to get to it, I understand. Tom, guys like Ron Rivera, who's, who's gone through a cancer battle, um, others that have been immune compromised, they have different perspectives than, than other people. We all have our own. We all bring our own baggage to it. How much should the NFL lean on their players? Is this the right thing to do if you're a coach? Should you just take a stance and say, I want all these guys vaccinated? Look, because I'm here to tell you, if it comes down to roster cutdowns and it's, it's player A and player B and they're the same talent and one's vaccinated, guess who gets the job? Um, this is not hard to figure Absolutely. out. Uh, and so, you know, where do you come down on, you know, this, uh, this idea that, and there's, and I'm surprised how many players are the, with the bucks and big name guys have not been vaccinated, but where do you, where do you make of all this? Is this going to be, is this going to be a big story this year or? Yes, it's going to be a big story. And here's what I make of it, Rick. And this is something that uh, a former radio partner of mine. Oh yeah. You <laughs> have always said to me about everything. Follow the money. Oh, yeah. It's all about the money. Forget the politics of this. Forget about yeah. this idea of no one's going to tell me, the government can't tell me, or I don't trust the, I don't trust COVID, or if you don't get vaccinated, you're a jerk. Like all this, all the political stuff that we're hearing that's going on, throw it out the window. It has nothing to do with that when it comes to the NFL. The NFL is about making money. And each team, it's about competitive advantage. It's about doing what it can to make sure that it, that it gets every advantage it can to be a, to, to play on Sunday. And if that means I got to get everybody vaccinated, so I'm not missing anybody on Sunday. So I'm not missing my starting left tackle. So I'm not missing my starting defensive end. Then I want you to be vaccinated. I don't think it comes down to, for a lot of these people, I don't think it comes down to, um, there are exceptions, Ron Rivera. And I I get it. There are a lot of people who who look at, I mean, Bruce Arians is a guy who's had some health issues Mm -hmm. over the years. I get it. There are people who do care about the health of it all. But I also think a lot of this is, hey, I want everybody available on Sunday. This is this is, you know, it's like an injury to them. They want to get everybody out. It there absolutely who's is available. That. To- yeah, if you're if if you're not a you know the best as you know Bud Grant used to say and Tony Dungy repeat, the best ability is availability. If you have COVID, you're not in the building. Hell, uh, they had a false negative, but it took two days of false tests to get a player back on the practice field. You know, Antoine, Antoine Winfrey Jr. one day tested tested positive had to have two days of negative tests to go back to practice so i don't know what all the contracts say rick about and like the tv contracts nbc if if a sunday night game gets canceled and no money's coming in on that and they have to show reruns of of america's got talent or whatever like i don't know what that means for nbc or do they want money do they want one sixteenth of their money back or one eighteenth of their money from yeah. a missing game i i don't know how all that stuff works but i do know that the nfl the last thing they need it's a game to get canceled. Right. So, and they moved eight games one's... last year. I mean, they just, they, they played them all, which was remarkable because, you know, we didn't have a vaccine um, throughout the regular season and most of the postseason. So, but they ended up, they, they didn't lose a game. They didn't cancel. And that's a, a good point game. to bring up because that's part of this. They're saying, you know, they, they threaten the players. Now, obviously it's an intimidation factor with the players where, Hey, if we cancel a game because you're not vaccinated, neither game, neither neither yeah you forfeit the game and neither side gets paid i mean there's no more pressure on a player yeah than to tell his teammate you're not getting your paycheck this week right um but at the same time we didn't even have a vaccine a year ago and they didn't miss any games right so the possibility of a game getting totally wiped out seems pretty 
pretty small. But Rick, it's all about the money. It's all about this isn't about politics. This isn't about I'm not even sure it's about health. Well, I think it's all about let's make sure we don't miss any games. They they played an entire season um, largely in, in many places with no fans at all. This year they plan on playing with full stadiums. And if you think they're looking to have give away that revenue again, you know, um, by not having people in the seats, you're just dead wrong. You know, and, and so that's the thing. If you're going to invite the world to come watch um, based on whatever the rules are of that city or state at the time, then, you know, your, your players need to need to, to you know, be as healthy as possible and right. you don't want to cancel games. So it's, it's going to be it's really interesting because I, I do believe that there's an obvious competitive advantage. One, if you don't lose players two, um, you know, if uh, if guys can practice. I mean, there's so there's so many tentacles to this thing. And, you know, the league and its players, the players are behind this, too. Like they want their guys vaccinated, um, whether it's for health or, or profit. It doesn't really matter the motive. Um, but they definitely want it done. So it's been interesting. We'll wrap it up on this. A big trade for the Tampa Bay Lightning. They are definitely cutting salary. We know they lost Johnny Gord, of course, in the expansion draft. Well, say goodbye and happy trails to Tyler Johnson. Yeah. Traded to the Chicago Blackhawks for a second rounder in what amounts to the salary of Brent Seabrook. I don't think actually we'll see. Right, yeah, yeah. We'll see him. What do you make of this latest deal? Sad. It's a sad deal, just like Yanni Gord, except even sadder. I think Tyler Johnson has been a part of this thing pretty much since the beginning with the, with this current sort of current administration, you know, with John Cooper. Um, played for John Cooper. But, Rick, I go back. He scored two of the more famous goals uh, in Lightning his, recent Lightning history. He scored a goal in overtime, I want to say in game four against Detroit back in 2015. Mm-hmm. That was a series. The Lightning were in big-time trouble. They were down two to nothing in the third period, close to falling down three games to one, tied that game late, and then uh, scored in overtime. Great pass from Victor Hedman win that game in overtime, went on to win that series in seven games. And then in the next round, scored a, it was basically a walk-off, scored a walk-off goal, scored with 1.1 seconds left to beat Montreal, put them up 3-0 in that series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they ended up winning that series, I think, in six games. Then went That's the year they went to the finals, went and played Chicago in the finals. Tyler Johnson, and by the way, let me add to one of the all-time good guys, like just a really just fun guy to be around, always had time for you. Um, just a guy I really enjoyed covering when, whenever I had a chance to talk to him. Sort of like, sort of a little bit of a wise ass at times, which in a funny way, like in a good way, um, laid back. And I tell you what, Rick. I mean, for a guy who, who, who was not that big, you know, played hard. Like went to the dirty areas of the ice, not not timid at all out there. Like just. I think was a was a really solid player for this team. And look what he did this past year, Rick. They put him on waivers. They were trying to get rid of him a year ago um, because of his contract. They they basically couldn't get rid of him. They put him on pretty much the fourth line, uh, third and fourth lines, and and he went out there and played hard. I thought he had a great playoff. I, I thought did he played, too. You know, he didn't score a bunch, but I thought he made a real impact. And he's going to be missed. It's sad. It's sad to see him go. I thought he would end up in Seattle because he's from Seattle. Mm-hmm. I thought he'd end up with the expansion team there. Maybe – Maybe he still will. Maybe Chicago will end up peddling him over there. but uh, or, or maybe before his career is over, he'll end up there. But sad to see him go. Good dude. Good good player. Nice player. And if you take the two of them, Yanni Gord and Tyler Johnson, two guys that brought a lot of energy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, sure, maybe not to the first two lines, but, I mean, 
um, players that were hard to match up against. That depth was was something that they used the last two years. It's not going to be the same, and there might be more changes before we're all said and done in this thing. So, um, also too, Rick. I mean, a lot of people. We talked about this before on the podcast. He was part of that triplets line back in the day. Uh, and he broke his wrist in that uh, before he got to the finals in 2015. There are a lot of people feel that as well as he played that year and as, as as good of a player as he was that entire season, that if he doesn't have a broken wrist, the Lightning may win that cup in 2015. Mm. I think they at least come closer. So Yeah, yeah, he's a big gold scorer early in his career for sure. All right, well, I just want to let everybody know that we're going to have our mailbag segment tomorrow. Derek Sharp, of course, will help me uh, navigate that uh, as well as any other news that might break on the Rays and their trade front, which is uh, the trade deadline is, is coming close. So uh, if you have any questions about the Bucks, uh, the Rays, the Lightning, college football, you name it, uh, send it to us on Twitter at SportsDayTV. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud. My email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. Tom Jones is at the Pointer Institute, he has his newsletter. They can reach you at pointer.org, correct? That's correct. Uh, you got, you uh, are correct, sir. Yes. And, um, boy, it's been it's been great having the three of us back together again. Back. It's just been. Is Derek, is Derek going to be here next week, too? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you, oh, wow, we got you guys need a lot less guidance than at the beginning of our time together. I'm very impressed. <laughs> well, you yeah, notice. It didn't go well we, to start. We don't have breaks, so <laughs> here's that. <laughs> we don't have to go to commercial or any of the we other. We don't have to go to commercial. We also don't have me working the system where I go, okay, let's take a call from Steve. Let's go to Steve in Tampa. And I hit the button, and I. It's next thing you know, it's a commercial for like uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts. Like, yeah, the it was rarely break. Steve in Tampa. <laughs> That's true too. Uh, it's a pleasure. I mean, it, yeah, Steve Versnick is the guy who actually. I mean, really, a thousand shows, and he's done nine hundred. The first nine hundred ninety, whatever. So ninety-eight. Yeah, I'll be back in a couple of weeks, and I'm more than happy to fill in. Well, we really love cool. having you, and uh, it's it's been fun. So we'll. Uh, We'll do it again. We'll have our mailbag tomorrow. Tom Jones, hopefully she'll join you again next week. But in the meantime, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for dropping in. For Tom Jones, for Derek Sharp, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.